right, welcome to the Red Mist Podcast. Yeah! <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. Sorry, boys. It was too easy. Welcome to the Formula Hooligan Podcast. I'm Alex Gomes. You and are. I'm Charlie Hosey. And it has been another few weeks since we've had an episode, which means we've had another few Formula One races that are worth talking about. That's right. Or at least and one that might be worth talking about. Yeah. Uh, they're both worth talking about, but the quality of the two, I think, different Yeah, I think one was more worth looking at, and one was more <laughs> worth talking about, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, one one definitely had a a spectacle to it, yes. while the other one felt more like a race. I yeah, I think uh, Formula One did their best impersonation of NASCAR. It's pretty much oh, what it I looked like. I don't know about NASCAR. If it was their best impersonation about NASCAR, it'd be like down in the south and... Uh, yeah, a lot less guys wearing shirts and <laughs> guys who don't necessarily need to not be wearing shirts. Fair enough, but it was still like what thirty miles removed from downtown Miami, nowhere near any Ten. actual water. Uh, just well, that's how Miami works, dude. I like when I went to NASCAR. I went to NASCAR in twenty fifteen to see Jeff Gordon's last race at Homestead Miami Speedway. Oh, okay. You I didn't cannot. Realize. You cannot. There, Miami is nowhere in the distance in the horizon. You don't even know where it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out in the swamp. They just take that Miami name and use it for the closest. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I mean, I always think of Florida as Orlando. And Miami. So when mm. people are like, I'm going to Florida, I assume it's one of the two. And people will say, no, it's, I'm going to Naples, Fort Lauderdale, whatever. I'm like, yeah. where is that? You know, and I also forget there's like a West Coast and an East Coast, too. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing. And I then there's I... this random, as you said, like swampland that just divides it like vertically in half with yeah. alligators and, and drug addicts. And um, yeah, when I went, when I went to that. Homestead, Miami, it was um, very far south, so far south that we stayed in the Keys. Oh, I have been down there, too. Yeah, we stayed in the Keys to just to go to the race. Nice. And it must have been right, like a 45 minute drive to the track Sounds from the like Keys. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it when wasn't was bad. This? It was beautiful. 2015. That was Gordon's last, Gordon, last Jeff Gordon's last race. It was supposed to be. And then when Dale Jr. got hurt in 2016, he took over for a few races. But um, as far as like under the 24 car, Jeff right. Gordon, yeah, it was his, his last race. Wow. Imagine that. When you say yep. 2015 out loud, it doesn't sound that long ago. But it then doesn't. when you really count it up, it's like going on eight years almost. Seven. Now. Seven it's years. crazy. Well... Racing was back to Miami. Uh, they had had back a Miami, Miami Grand Prix, though, right? <laughs> Hadn't they in the past? There had been a... I don't know of any Miami Grand Prix. The, the funny thing about the history of Formula One in the United States is that they have had a lot of weird one-off right. city Grand Prix. Las Vegas being one of them in a yeah. parking lot, which is coming back in That's 2023. Right. Next year. Can't wait. Um, I think they've Probably won't done, go, but... I think they've done, like, Dallas... They've done Phoenix. Well, they did Indianapolis. Remember, I was telling you, they I used, watched that. Yeah, they the, used to do Indianapolis. The road but, course. But that was actually at a road course. The Around one, the Oval, too. Yes, but the ones problems. I'm listing are parking lots or streets. Right, or yeah, I see what you're saying. Kind of random. <clears throat> Technically, Long Beach, decades ago, was an F1 Grand Prix. Oh, okay. Yeah, like 70s, 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait a second. Did they actually race in the beach, though, down in Florida at some point, or was that only NASCAR? No, it was only NASCAR. NASCAR oh, okay. was the only one that rocked that. So, in, so wait, IndyCar never did any of that? Never did any on the sand or anything like that? I thought... <sighs> that's a good question for Rick Brown, because yeah, a, um, a lot of early IndyCar um, upbringing has to do with dirt racing. Like It used right. to be under... Uh, a lot of the IndyCars came from USAC racing, from dirt oval racing, and then they went from dirt oval racing to IndyCar, which is kind of funny to think about because it's not really relative to what IndyCar is right now. I mean, sort of, kind of. You still have the oval racing, but it's definitely different these days. Yeah. You know, with the road courses, now street courses, now like high banked ovals and shit that they go to. 
It is kind of cool um, though that they have a mix like that. That is, it's oh, it's amazing. Now, are there any drivers? I thought there was a few. Wasn't um, uh, name uh, Grosjean? Wasn't I thought he wasn't going to do the ovals because of that? You know, the danger in it. Because yeah. some people, you know, two hundred thirty miles an hour, right. open right. wheel. Yep. I mean, it's pretty much a coffin on wheels. Oh yeah, yep. So him and Jimmy Johnson had right. the same mindset, and I think that was the guy I was thinking of, not right, Jimmy Johnson. Well, you're at least you are correct. Roman Grosjean and Jimmy Johnson had the same mindset and thinking, I'm not doing ovals. It looks leave it to the teenagers. Or it looks too guys. psycho. I don't want to get killed. I mean, Roman almost got killed the pre- previous year in an F1 accident. I love that he he just can like smile and kind of laugh about it now. It's yeah. pretty great, isn't I it? I think when you go through something <laughs> as traumatic like that and you make it. It's True. like nothing ever sucks anymore. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, he was on fire. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> not, was like, on fire. not a little bit, like he a had, lot of it. You know? He had visions of white light and stuff like that. Oh, see, I never heard any interviews. You with him. should. Yeah. He did like an interview. I want to say it might have been with Martin Brundle, like two, three weeks after wasn't the Red accident. Mist. Wasn't their podcast? It wasn't the okay. Red Mist podcast. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> they were, I think they tried. Just, yeah. Uh, just, maybe next work, time didn't work out next yeah. near death maybe, experience. Maybe next, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> don't don't cause one now red mist all right yeah we should mention uh we're poking fun at our good friends uh christian abbott sean abbott and nathan lavender yep. for having started their own podcast now so now there's two you have you guys have choices the market is expanding amongst karting and racing and IMSA. podcast imsa podcasts which uh we don't really cover any imsa but no uh, we don't they I have used, that. You that, know what's funny? I used to only watch that exclusively, like back on um, really? Speed Vision. Well, before it was IMSA, whatever they called it. And then I slowly got into um, uh, Cart. Remember Cart? Yeah. And oh, yeah. then um, then uh, Formula One. Yep. But uh, yeah, you know the IMSA stuff. We don't really get into. Even like when I was in California, I didn't see the IMSA race because it was just it's just not as important. I mean, it's cool. I, I they look like actual cars. They yeah. sound cool. They sound sound better than the Formula One even. But Oh, jeez, that's not really hard these days. <laughs> Actually, I should say, too bad uh, we don't have him on. A buddy of mine was just at Watkins Glen over the weekend. Really? Ferrari Challenge was there. Yeah. Oh, no way. He sent me some vids. Oh, my God, so cool. He was at the yeah. boot, just watching him pull up out of there. You know, oh, the boot's got to be a great yeah. place to watch from, dude, just to it's see him come down track. the hill, go ying, and back up. Yeah, it's a very cool track. You can basically just go anywhere and watch wherever you want. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. yeah, now there's another podcast from the NHKA you guys yep. can listen to. It's called the Red Mist Podcast. I listened to all three episodes already. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Um, Sean, I especially love when you get into back in the days in my day. It wasn't <laughs> like this. I love it. Everything you say about NASCAR, I agree with. I think they need to get rid of stages, get rid of the playoff stupid bullshit. Uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, we should get back to uh, get F1. back to Miami, right? Yes. So there was so much buildup. Everybody it was, was super the hype, hype was was massive. Probably the biggest that there's been in a Formula One race in a long time that, that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, and the ticket prices were indicative of that. Yeah. I'll just say this: I'm glad I didn't go. I I don't. I didn't. I didn't want to go. I, I think so. Miami, I've been to. It's fun. Been there several times. Um. It would be cool, but I think for the money they were getting, like eight hundred bucks a day, no, and that was for general admission. Yeah, I know. Ah, uh, for a track that's like, can you imagine though? They just paid what was it, eighty million bucks or something? They built the track, and then maybe it was even more than that. But I, I want to say it was I 80. don't know the figures. Yeah, to but be it's, it's a track they literally are gonna. It's not even a permanent track. They just built it around the Dolphin Stadium, and then they're like, yeah, you know what? I think uh, let's build the uh, hairpin under a uh, highway overpass. 
yep. you know, with that random bump and everyone was kind of struggling through there. It was just a stupid track. You uh, know what? The track wasn't too terrible, in my opinion. Um, hang on, folks. I'm gonna we're gonna we shut the window. Unexpected guests here. Slow. Well, as long as we don't have any demons or burnouts, right? That's right. Like last time. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, I didn't think the track was terrible, given what it was. It's just a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, no, you're right. And they they made that, changes too. They listened to drivers. They were, you know, the the first sector there I thought was pretty neat. It seemed like it was pretty high speed, a lot of downforce, dependent corners. Yeah, which doesn't really create the racing, but it's cool to see F1 cars whip through it. You know, that's what they were um, definitely going for. I think. Yeah, go, reminded me a lot of Coda in a way, where you got the S's in the beginning. Okay. And then you got a long ass straightaway. So coated with walls, I guess. Yeah, maybe? it's more like coated with walls, a little shorter, but eh, not as complex. I used to hate coated. I don't know if you remember. I know you've said and that. And you know what's funny though? Now, just compared to some of these other shit tracks, I've actually grown to like it. Well, it it's a great layout. I I do wish it didn't have all the excess runoff, but the layout, the whole the whole the, thing. Yeah, the, the layout's a little peculiar. Like once you drive it in a sim, and you, the flow to it is a little odd. I think when you get towards the back section, uh, I don't know what sectors it is, but it's it's just it's odd, especially because it's so wide open. Yeah. And in anything but the Formula cars, you can just cut the corners. Yeah. I mean, if you watch GT3 and GT4, they don't they just make straight lines of the whole track. Because they can, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of pointless. But in a Formula One car, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And um, this year, I think with the ground effects, it's going to be even better. Should be. It's, remember, it used to beat up the uh, suspensions and the the uh, bottom end a lot. Remember the Ferrari Vettel and had that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I but do remember that. But you can that. see uh, how boring the Miami race was because we're not even talking about it. But um, yeah. All right. So I mean, we'll give it a quick summary. So yeah. there were some cool parts. I loved Verstappen's move on the on the outside of Carlos into turn one. It was very much a Verstappen esque move, but there was no bullshit that went with it. He did it nice and clean. Carlos never came up into him after they got to the exit of the corner. He takes second place, and then for the first ten, fifteen laps, all it was was. Um, Leclerc, a second, 1.2, 1.5 seconds ahead of Max. Yeah. And then eventually it kind of seemed like uh, the tires just started failing on the Ferrari. And that's when Max decided to catch back up, get in the DRS range, and eventually got him. I don't even remember what corner he got him into. I'm going to assume it was probably going into that turn 12 complex. I don't even remember. I think there was it, 13 turns. That's not, no, no, 17. Yeah, higher up. It was a lot, yeah. Higher up. It's a long track. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, you know what? His DRS was working, so that's why he, that's why he got by. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was there was some there was some decent little side by side. Yeah, I remember there was some good mid pack racing. Like I remember uh, there was some oh, there was a moment there where like Botas and Hamilton um, and Russell were all together. Remember that? Um, yes. In that and sequence Botas underneath the highway, behind him. About. Yep. Yeah. And it was pretty exciting for a second there, and then it just kind of fizzled well, out. Well, he screwed up. He, they were going into oh, the last the wall. hairpin. He bumped the wall a little bit. They go into the last hairpin. He did went a little too far, bumped yeah. the wall on the exit, kept going. Kind of ruined both, it. Both the Mercedes. Oh, and basically that's what happened with uh, Leclerc Verstappen. Leclerc went too hot into the last corner, yeah. and when he recovered, had a shitty exit, and that's what allowed Max to take him in turn one. That's what happened. It was turn oh, one inside. You know what we can't forget, too? It's the big wreck. Lando Norris. Yeah. Yeah, that one was. Um, that was all. That was a racing incident. When you watch the replay, though, yeah, it was Lando, and I think it was Ocon. No, no, no. It was Lando and Pierre Gasly. Oh, it was Pierre Gasly that yeah, collected Ga- him. Gasly's the one yeah, that started wide, complaining, right? like you know, he was having handling issues, and he's like, "I can't turn so well." And he was going into 
I forget why he was going so slowly. He might have had a puncture. And um, wait, well, yeah, um, they just, uh, yeah well, I'm trying to remember what it was because he pushed real wide there. And that was the turn that in qualifying and practice people have that were spinning left and right. They even made um, track changes there. Remember, they repaved that section. That's that sweeping left hander. It's kind of the yeah. s- a slower corner. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, that was a pretty it looked more dramatic than it was, but it really wasn't that bad of an accident. Thankfully, I mean, um, it could have been worse. Yeah, sure. Sure. But been worse, Lando almost kept it like it was a. I almost could picture him like spinning and, and kept going. He almost had it and then, it, you know, hit the wall. But, um, yeah, it was – other than that, there wasn't a lot of drama to it. I didn't think the seating – like the, the fans too, the uh, stadium seating, it didn't look like that great. I don't know. Just it didn't look like a great my, race from uh, any perspective. <laughs> my sister's boyfriend went actually, and I've yet to see him since he's been. But he, he showed – he was sitting in the turn 12 complex, which is um after the first very long straightaway. Yep. It's kind of like a left-hand hairpin, very slow right-hander. That's where he was sitting in the very slow mm. right-hander. Um, I've yet to talk to him since he went to the I race. I haven't I'm actually curious. watched any people's like home footage either. You know, gotcha. the YouTube videos and stuff. Um, yep. Would be nice to do that to see, but it's just a race that's kind of like take it or leave it. It's cool. It did wonders for Formula One. The ratings were great. Yeah. Attendance was great. Yeah. I'm sure they think, made a uh, lot of money. It kind of reminded me of like... Um, Like the crowd that would like go to the Kentucky Derby or like oh yeah there were a lot so of many. people who would go to well, like a Long Beach race. Remember or... I told you at Long Beach there was like mo- majority of people had no what. The fact that I knew more about IndyCar than the the drive the uh, fans there was kind of right. That, that's you know? what it seemed like. It seemed like a lot of people showed up who weren't necessarily Formula One fans but just wanted to be there for some friggin' awesome party. Well, of course. And that's what they were and there I for. I have to imagine the parties must have been epic, especially on those it's fake yachts that were like parked <laughs> at the uh, hairpin. I mean, yeah, yeah, the fake marina. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, it happens in Monaco, too. You know, they have the people oh. swimming in the swimming pool while the race is going that's on. Sick. They're not even paying attention. That's it. You know? I got to go there one year at some point. Yeah, that'd be a bucket list thing. Um, not this year, of course, because that's in a couple days. <laughs> yeah, not, not going <laughs> to happen unless you win some weird sweepstakes. Yeah. <laughs> um but the race that did happen just a few days ago where there were plenty of knowledgeable fans and plenty of, you know, actual racing stuff going on was Spain. Dude, those fans are legit and what's cool is they were cheering the shit out of um Alonso and Carlos Sainz mm-hmm. because they're both uh Spaniards, right? They're both Spanish. I want to say I saw is it Roger Federer, I think the tennis yeah, player. Yeah, he was there. He's a Spaniard too, I believe. I think. Yeah. I think I'm not sure. All I know is Spain produces a lot of good athletes. International mm-hmm. athletes like soccer, mm-hmm. tennis, racing. Um, not the American sports. But um but yeah, what a track. I mean, I don't know. If you're a motorsports I fan, like everyone loves that track. I, like I the love track. it. The flow is great. Traditionally it hasn't delivered the best racing because it is a little bit of a downforce dependent track. There's a lot of corners that just come one after the other. So Except I think what spiced it up this time around, not just the new cars, but the wind. Mm. Dude, the wind was picking up cars and just tossing them it around. Was. It like was. in the same corner. It was awesome yeah. to watch. Like so cool. All of a sudden, you know, Max even, oh, I'm going to go right. No, the yep. wind's just like, see you later. Yeah. So, I mean, the first one that, that fell to that was uh, Carlos Sainz. Yep. And uh, he, it almost looked like, for, to me, it almost looked like he ran over something like slick. Mm-hmm. And That's he just spun right around. It was like he hit the brakes in a go-kart. It was just real. It's got to be scary. Like, yeah. Out of nowhere. Right? Absolutely. At 180 Especially, miles an hour? That's the fastest turn on the track. I mean, it's one of the fastest turns in Formula well, One. Well, it might I mean, be the fastest entry 
the fastest corner is at turn 10 where it's they're almost flat out through 160 turn miles an 10. hour wait so turn 10 there no, no, that track? yes wait. this track so the turn we're talking about is turn four yeah right? so four left hand sweeping right hander yeah then they go down the hill i think they count the little kink as a six and then it's seven eight now they're going up a hill. Oh, I know the turn you're talking about. It's the right hander. Yeah, but that yeah. It's not the fastest entry, but they it's like with the old cars, not this year's cars, with the old cars, it right. was flat out 165 miles an hour, which is insane. It's a fast track, yeah. Yeah. And it proved tough on tires. Three uh, three stops was three the stops, go-to move, race. which I think is cool. Yeah. I like more stops. Matter of fact, I wish they'd go back to fueling. Just to there, add one more one more like spice it up. Yeah, there's, pl- there's plenty of people. Plenty of people who want to see that as well. I don't see why not, too, because with the technology we have and the safety stuff in place, come on. It could be done. But anyway. Yeah, it's all the... uh... um, Yeah, so we had wind. We had uh, drama from uh, Max's does not really stand or whatever they were calling the the DRS, (laughs) I think is what... uh, Does not. uh, Martin Martin Brundle, whatever Yeah, I forgot what the acronym was that he came up with, but it was quick and it was funny. Yeah, it was. It was was a quick one. If you watch the international version on uh, Formula One TV. Yes, with Martin Brundle and David Croft. What that's just far I, superior to it is it is currently it's I can't it's, watch it I can't watch the U S uh, version well, it's not U S well it's um it's just F one TV yeah. it's you crap know, I wouldn't call it crap dude you got Will Buxton in there Will Buxton rocks I like that guy uh, he's all right he's <laughs> no he's all right but it it's just yeah but um so what what I'm just let's roll back to qualifying um yep. Qualifying was slightly significant because we did have Max Verstappen, who did not have his full potential in qualifying. So Charles started first. Charles started first. Then yep. it was Max. Then it was Max. Sergio Perez. Then Lewis. No, it was, I think it was Russell. Right, Russell. But yep. what was cool, what, what's interesting about that, and this is one of those things where it's like, so the first, so it was Charles that started on the left-hand side. Max was on the, on right. the right. Right. Yep. But it was a lockout. It was basically like um, Red Bull, Red Bull, and then it was Ferrari, Ferrari. But I think Mercedes was five and six, right? Yeah. No, I think I think the order was Leclerc, Verstappen, Sainz third. Right. Right. Oh, I forgot Russell, about Sainz, yeah. Russell right, fourth. Right, right. Yep. Uh, I think Perez is fifth. Perez started. Who was it? Who? Oh, it was uh, Sergio. Wasn't it? Had the dog shit start, or was it Carlos? No, no, no. Who Carlos, had the do- Carlos had the bad start. Yeah, the anti stall. Yes. Which is like you hear that happen all the time. What the fuck? Like I know what anti stall. The point of it is. Yep. But why does it happen so often? I don't know. I mean, there's got to be some. There's got to be some way they program it to where it's like, how sensitive do you want this to be? Like how, how? I mean, it's a dual clutch. So you no, think it's, not. it's? Isn't that how they launch it? No. Well, all right. Sorry. It's. They don't have the dual paddles anymore. Oh, I thought they did. No, that that rule ended in Get like out, really? 2017. No way. So that's probably yeah. why they have so many problems because now they're... Um, it's very much based res- on the skill of it. The computer. Oops, sorry. Based on what the computer is programmed to do. So, um. Well, it's the driver. It's the driver literally going like that. So he's just releasing one clutch. Yep, releasing just one so clutch. So almost like you would with a foot pedal. Yeah, the exact same motion but with his hand. Huh. Yeah, I mean they they probably figure out the bite point pre. You so know, what, prior. what is it? Why is it you never see anyone over rev it and like actually just kind of light them up from the start? It's always the other way around. It's always um, people bog. Like you would think. If I think you, you do, but they don't. They don't throw smoke. You know what I mean? It's more just because the tires. It, so they're spinning, and, but you don't yeah. see it really. Yeah. You know, you might hear it on the onboard. You might hear like when they're going off, but 
You won't actually see it much smoke. It just seems like the if it was me up there, I, the last thing you want to do is bog it. Well, right, yeah. I mean, it's... But it so happens it, all they, time. What I was saying is, like, they probably have a certain RPM that they program the anti-stall to kick in at. Maybe it's conservative for Ferrari. Maybe they, like, want it to kick in kind of high just to just to be safe, to never even even Stall. get the chance at yeah. stalling. But and boy, the, Carlos got it wrong. Carlos got it wrong. He tried to launch, and it stopped, and he... Thankfully, he had a quick recovery. Honestly, dude, if you have an anti-stall start like that, usually you get swallowed to 10th place. And he kept it in third. He did. I think eventually ended up in fourth by the time where they were out of turn one. True. Um, so not bad. No, it was a pretty good start. It's always fascinating, the starts for Formula 1, because of the fact that so quickly everyone reacts. It's like, oh, he stalled a bit. I'm, I'm just immediately there, like, pulled right and around yep. him. It's, it's crazy yep. to me when you watch it in real time. Yeah, so. I mean, they're all wired. You know what I mean? You, you must be. In, yeah, in, but I, I'm just saying you would think there'd be more wrecks at every single start of every yeah. race. And it's happened. There's been yeah. days where they, they stall on the grid. There's been seasons, I feel like. But this season's been actually pretty clean. Very clean. There's not been Very as clean. nearly as many um, safety cars, I feel like. I think it's because these cars are so heavy and they kind of demand respect. And you know what I mean? Um, you, they're, they're not as confident to chuck these things around like they might have in previous years to where they kind of like are, they are more cautious just in driving these things in general. So they're more cautious around each other. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you have to be. Yeah. Not too cautious because uh, Lewis Hamilton and uh, I believe um, <laughs> Kevin Magnuson. Yeah, they got they got into together in turn four. That just looked like an understeer to me. Hamilton didn't Hamilton, do anything on purpose. He did not do it on purpose. And if anything, yeah. I think Kevin could have given a little more room. He did. It, it was tight. There were the commentators are saying like, "Oh, he had every entitlement to be there," and it's like, mm, I don't know. But like, but you got need to be a half inch away. What do we? We have. We're not going to talk about it yet. But when we, you know, when you talk about carding, first lap and stuff, yeah, you gotta know that someone that if someone's on the inside, especially on cold tires, whatever it may be, or new tires. They're gonna wash out a little. You have to yeah. anticipate that. You yeah. can't just put yourself right there and then just be like, "Oh, well, he slid into me." Well, it's like, I mean, well, some people you, like to do it because you might, you might, might benefit from it. Well, you might, you know, kind of freak the guy out on the inside to be like, Ugh, and not track out all the way. You know what I mean? True, but and be extra eh. cautious. That's what I love about passing on the outside. That's what I love to do. I love to go around the outside and be like, "Nah, you're not gonna get all that exit you want now, buddy." I don't dare. <laughs> I don't. I'll be honest. And we're changing subjects again, but I don't dare do it because there's. A lot of people are blinders. They don't look. And they teach you that, right? They're like, never look. Bullshit. You should freaking look. You don't have to go like this behind you. But if you can't see... Didn't we talk about this last time? How you can see behind you? I think we did. I don't know. Yeah. So, you're like, your vision is... No, like, here's 180 degrees. Now, with a helmet on, yeah, you said, like, you can't see beyond that. But that's the point. So, God forbid, if you got to turn your head, so be it. Yeah. But um, yeah. the cars, those cars are so big. I mean, they don't... Yeah. What about the spotters, though? Are they... Like, obviously, we don't hear it all. Do you, do they have a constant spotter or engineer that's saying to Lewis, you're Kevin Magnuson and you're, you know, you're nine o'clock, blah, blah, blah. Like, is he doing like they do in NASCAR like every second or no? Not even at all. Oh, really? There's okay. no spotters whatsoever. All right. It's, I didn't even know that. Which makes it great. I think it makes it great because it allows for that error. It allows it to get, to get juicy every once in a while, you know? Hmm. Interesting. If they had spotters. Do they have the option to do it? Nope. Nope. No spotters. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I learned something. Well, you get, you, that's kind of an American thing, dude. To have spotters for your racing, yeah, yeah, like I'm not even really sure the IMSA guys do it. You know, I huh. think uh, I don't know. I never really thought about it. NASCAR has it, obviously. 
Indy, IndyCar will have it for their Damn, oval races. Damn, iRacing better fix it because they do an iRacing. Yeah. It's good for iRacing because like you don't you don't have all That's the true. spatial awareness on a screen unless you get VR. You don't even have all the spatial awareness in VR to be honest with you. So like, I like it in sim racing. It's for a bunch of guys that are just doing it, you know, as a hobby. Yeah, right. keep it in there. Keep it in there. It's gonna create better racing for all of us. It's not like we need things to be juicy in our own races on sim racing. I agree. <laughs> but it's fun to see the professionals screw up every once in a while. Yeah, That's it was too it bad fun. to see those two guys screw up because Kevin Magnuson's been driving really well and Lewis oh, has know. been getting better and better. Oh, the funniest, the funniest thing about this race was how Lewis gets into that incident. He gets a puncture because of it. Now he's he's hobbling around. He's in last place. He has to come in and pit. And like a lap or two afterwards, he gets on the radio and he's like, guys, if I were you, I would just save the engine. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wanted to quit. That's, he wanted to quit the that's race. very un-Lewis-like. Very, like, I mean, there's a lot of very un-Lewis-like There's starving children in the planet. They would kill to be in that car. And he's going to quit? Come on. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't dare even think about quitting? Right? They would at least think they could get 10th. Um, Imagine being that. Oh, just. Nah, Dude, it was hilarious to me. I was watching. They told him, I think, too. They're like, uh, Lewis, we still have eighth place. Lewis, we have eighth place. He came in fifth. fifth. Should have came in fourth. Yep. Actually, if he didn't freaking blow his tire out, he might have got third. Podium. Yeah, the podium was on the table. Because um, George Russell came in third. Yeah. Yep. No, I, no, 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 no. Yes, he did. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. So yep. I think, and this is what I'm, I'm – hoping for is not only for Mercedes to continue to improve. I want to see Lewis continue to to get better and more familiar with this car so he can surpass um, George Russell. I don't want George's first year out to like pass Lewis. It, it's funny it's gonna you say really, that. It's going to really tarnish the seven championships, I think. No, it, will, it won't tarnish the seven championships in my opinion, but what it will do if George remains as the better driver of the two. You'll say anybody can do it. It just in a Mercedes. No, 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 no. It, to me, it'll just start the conversations. That, not that they haven't already been started, but it'll st- start to cement the conversations of like Lewis is washed up. Lewis is done. His best days are behind him. Which seven I, championships. I don't think they are. You don't. No. Really. No, no. And I'll tell you why. Because he's not making mistakes. Well, you know uh, what? Hold on. He's not making mistakes that are getting televised. We're not. They don't show the people in the back what they're really doing. Um, but I mean, you look at the guys like Daniel Ricciardo. I mean, it just is apparent that he's lost it, or or Vettel, or whoever. Yeah. But Lewis, they're not yeah. televising. Everything is just well, the damn thing's bouncing up and down. It's just it's the car's fault. <laughs> but you don't right. hear anybody saying that about well, the McLaren, you, even you gotta, though McLaren is shit this year. You got to remember the commentators are British. They kind of have a well, not kind of. I think they have. Quite a bit of bias towards Lewis and him. I don't even being know amazing. why I root. For, I don't even know, to be honest with you, why I root for him. I think it's because I just look at him as like I I do believe he is like this the great one of the all time top five. You know what I mean? He just Oh, he's debatably the best ever. Yeah. Debatably I mean, the best ever. And we've we've talked about this before. A lot of reason that that he can be considered the best ever is that his championships don't really have any controversy behind him. Schumacher's championships definitely have a lot of controversy. Lewis's. I mean, uh, Max's last year. <laughs> yeah, Max. I mean, yeah, Max's very first championship has controversy behind it. Senna, Senna's championships have controversy well, behind Senna's them. Senna's even considered potentially one of the most overrated drivers of all time, too. There's that conversation because I mean, he died. It's I get it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You die doing what you do, and it's, it glorifies it. Yep, that's 
Uh, reality, look okay. what it did to Elvis's career, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look what it did to uh, everyone, you know, anyone that dies like that, you know? <laughs> There's yeah. that conversation, but, I mean, from what I've heard about the guy, I never watched Senna. I was too young to even know. I was... Me too, even. Two to years old when he died, so... I don't so. remember it. Yeah, so I, I can't have... A, I don't have a first-hand account of what the guy actually was or not. But so many people talk about him like he was one of the best, and I, I can believe it. I think he was just taken out too early and didn't really get the chance to shine, really. Yeah. I mean, he did shine, but he didn't get the chance to really use more of his um, potential that he still had. He was leading. Remember, he was leading the race that he ended up crashing and, and you know, dying from. Yeah, they in, changed in a, that circuit forever because yeah, of it. Yes, they have. But anyway, back to uh, yes, Barcelona. This is a common theme with us this yeah. year, huh? Just Sorry. going off on so, tangents. So the thing is, we were just checking before we started this, and Mercedes, if they turn this around, there's still enough time to potentially – I mean – it's not looking like it, but they could, in theory, fight for it. You yeah, know? I mean, the I mean, season's so long this year. Right. So long. And it just seems that um, they have the drivers. George Russell's proven himself. Oh, he's He's definitely as good as any of those guys up there. Especially, he put on a show fighting off uh, Max, wasn't it? Both of them. Max Both and, of them at yeah, one point. Right. He was fighting off Max. He didn't fight off Perez as long, but Perez had much fresher tires by the time he caught him. I wonder, yeah, he didn't even make an effort, though. It was like, I don't know if maybe he thought it was just not worth it, you know? But well, this is the time. This is the time where Max was having his DRS issues, where he's going down the straightaway trying to activate DRS. Course, DRS right, would close right, right. that that's up. That's why he was able. to That's why him. he was screwing up, and that's why even over the radio, Checo was like, "Get Max out of the way, so I can attempt this." And here's the thing: I listened to a video today of like a five-minute highlights of just Checo's radio, and even though like two, three laps later, they brought Max into the pits to basically allow Checo to go after Russell. There were times when he was behind him, like, "Get him out of the way! What's he doing?" I can I can go for him right now. I'm much faster, and they're like, "You'll get your chance. You'll get your chance. You're on a different tire strategy." And it's like, Ugh. so. And then he had his chance, and they were like, "Go, let him by." Well, he had his chance, and then he gets by Russell, but he had to do one more pit stop just because like his tires weren't gonna make it. So, and here's the thing: we forgot to mention at this point in the race, this is the race for the lead, not second place. Right. That that race was for second. Because Leclerc had just taken off and was in his own zip code, oh, yeah. just running his own race. Yeah, I guess we skipped this part. Yeah, what happens? Engine dies. And dude, when it happened... Do we know? Was it verified? Um, that's, that's what it was? Yeah. What? <sighs> because it was all of a sudden everything just powered off. I think, it was, we a, don't... I think it was a turbo issue. It didn't, it didn't quite power off. It kind of just kind of started going like, hey, it just kind of died off. But he still drove it back. You know what I mean? Right, that's what I mean. Um. Yeah, I, I I think I heard it was a turbo issue. I feel bad for him because it really uh, yeah f- his for the fault. championship points. It's so what's what's so funny is that we're only six six races in right, and within the first three races, Leeds. um, Verstappen Leeds. had two DNFs while Charles Leclerc had two wins, and Max said in an interview, even though it was only after race three, he's like. Oh, the championship's already over. I'm not even in it. It's it's. We'll just be lucky to get, even get what? second or third right I didn't now. Know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that. Now, the second three races have been the opposite, where Max has won. He won Spain. He won, um, Miami. Miami yeah. What was the previous race to that? Uh, Australia, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Because we went Bahrain. That was the first one. Second race was, I don't know. Regardless, 
in the second half of the of the season so far, Max has been winning all the races while Leclerc's right. been having the bullshit issues. Oh, like Imola, Imola him spinning oh, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And so now the tables have turned all the way around to where Max is now the leader of the championship. After thinking after race three, he was done. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, they kept having those issues, you know. But every team has had issues. The cars are yeah. still new. Yeah, the cars are all still very new. Um, I'm loving the midfield right now, man. The midfield is so exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, Just to see Haas. Haas is like up there, debatably doing, the fourth best car. Right, yeah, they've been you doing I mean? well. Alpine has had some moments. Yeah. Alfa Romeo and Botas have had some moments. Yeah. But the midfield uh, just does this. It just goes back and forth. It's like who's the fourth best car this week? Who McLaren, knows? it's weird though. They they're struggling arguably more than Haas and Alpine and, and what and Alfa Romeo. They're just so inconsistent. Yeah. You know, I have they had a podium this year? I'm trying to remember. Alfa Romeo? No, no, no. Uh, McLaren. I think Lando. Yeah, Lando and uh Emily right. when uh Leclerc threw it off the wall. Um, right, right, right. <coughs> That's a bit harsh. I don't know if he threw it off the wall. I think he threw it off a curb, but yeah, he threw it off a curb into a wall. He did yeah. smack the wall. He did bit. have to come in and change the, t- the, yeah, uh, the yeah. front wing. So, um, but, but they- all right. So to get back to Spain, the, now that uh, Leclerc is out, now this race that we were just talking about is for the lead, not for second place. Um, eventually, Max pits. Checo gets third, or uh, second, I should say. Checo eventually takes Russell because he doesn't have DRS issues. Um, takes off in a lead. Gets gets away for a good little bit, but now Max is on the fresher tires. Um, I loved, absolutely loved Max's move around Botas because Botas was in third at one point in the middle of the race. They were going through one of the last corners there, not not the left right chicane, but the um, the long right hander before it. Yep. And Max Valtteri is ahead. Max is behind, but Max is much fresher tires. Max just casually goes around the outside of Valtteri. By the time they get to the he exit... He pushed him pretty uh, out there, too, remember? Well, I mean, who would ever expect a car to just come on your outside there? It was amazing. I thought he was going to hit the marker. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I he was going to go into the gravel or something like that, but he gets right around the outside of him. I loved, I, so, I love seeing that that move is possible. Was that question, though? Because technically he was off track and made no, an advancement. No, no, he wasn't. No, you need to watch Hold that on. again. He was not off track. If that was qualifying, that would have been considered off track. No. No, he had a tire. He had his right side tires in the track. Mm. He was on the rumble strip, but he made it work. Yeah, his right. So, yeah. So, keep in mind, it's a right-hander, and his right side tires were barely on the curbing. It's like his whole car was off. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I'd have to watch again now. Yeah. Um, but I love that move. And then... It was good. He gets around... I think Russell came into pit, and he, he didn't fight him on track for any position. Um, but now Max is catching Checo and we have like, I think it was like 15 laps to go, 10 laps to go, something like that. Yeah. It um, was 15 plus. It was definitely- so eventually when Max is within like five seconds to Checo, right? Checo's leading the race. Um, Pressure they tires. tell, they tell Checo, um, if Max catches you and is faster than you, we need to let him go. And he comes over the radio and says, little unfair. But okay, like he makes that quick little yeah, comment, and right? Yeah, you could hear literally in the background, like "ching," you know, his contract <laughs> value just went up. So, uh, the for day. the team, sure. But um, like five laps later, Max is coming into turn four, right behind Checo. Checo just lets him have it, and I felt so bad, dude, because like, all right, Checo is Mexican, but. If he were to get the win at a Spanish-speaking country, I thought that would be huge for him. I thought he'd be hungry to try to win that thing and maybe defend for it. Chances are, 
Max was going to get well, him Max anyway. Max ended up was like 50 seconds up by the end of the race, right? Not Something 50, like, no. Was it 38? No. I don't know. It no, was a it good... Wasn't, it wasn't that crazy. No, dude. Uh, no, dude. If anything, it was 5 to 10. Fact check, fact check. You should have the facts in front of I us. think it was like 38 seconds. No, it was not that high, dude. It's too oh, hard to go look. Wait. Wait. You might be right because Checo... Uh, I'm sorry, Charles. Checo came in to get tires to make the fastest lap happen. Oh, that's right. That's true. Yeah. So, But even then, I and think it would have been like 15 to 20. who had the fastest lap? I want to... S- Checo. Was it? Okay. He, he scored that's it. Right, yeah. He scored it. Now, what makes... Consolation prize. <laughs> yeah. So, eventually, the race ends one, with, one with Max in first. Checo second with the fastest lap, and then George Russell in third place. What made this interesting is, like I said earlier, I watched a video of just quips of Checo's communication with his radio, and there was a lot more to it than the, you know, oh, just kind of unfair. He actually had quite a bit more to say. That, uh, hey, Springs. Feedback. Um, he, had, he had quite a bit more to say over the radio. I'll have to send you the video. Yeah, that's what you were saying. I didn't. Um, where, where did you hear this? It was on Reddit, YouTube. YouTube. It was on YouTube. Um he said things like, uh, like uh, when they were telling him, like, let Max around. He was saying things like, I already held Max earlier on, basically saying, like, um, you know, he didn't. Oh, but he wasn't probably aware that he was having DRS issues. He, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But what was really funny was at the end of the race, he was still pretty calm. He's like, oh, you know, congratulations to the team. You know, great result. But uh, we'll speak later. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yep. Because when he was interviewed on the podium, he was very oh, uh, happy, joy, gracious. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he's there's no reason to be mad at Max. It was all to the team. So you know they were all clinking glasses at the end on the on the podium. It's all fair for them. But like, dude, it does kind of suck to see. I mean, we all can pretty much predict that Max is going to come ahead of Checo in the championship by the end of the year. However. We are only six races in of a 22-race season, and they're close. Checo has finished more than um, Max, so they're not that far in points. Checo has, in my opinion, Checo has every right to defend his potential championship. Like I said, we can all, you know, right. theorize and be like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. But why not even give him, you know, why not let him even have the chance? Yeah, I, you know, I get it. Let him let him defend for that race win. Why because not? what you end up risking is both of them wiping out. I know, I know, and they they have the past. I mean, they, that's Ricardo and Max got together at one point in Baku. My favorite was uh, Vettel and Leclerc. Vettel and Leclerc. Oh, my favorite all time. That was so funny. Yeah, that was pretty much the end of Vettel in, and in Ferrari. Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was a funny one. That was a very. Yep. But it happens. I mean, probably the most famous one of the last of the hybrid era, anyway. Is uh, 2016? You got Nico Rosberg, Lewis Hamilton getting into each other lap one in Spain. See, I don't remember that. How do you not remember? I don't know. That? I saw those cars though. In I person, think that's that's about the time you were getting an F1. If I'm yep. going to remember yeah, correctly, yeah, 17. Yeah. No, er, so that would have been 2016 when that happened. So, I just so that makes sense. It. Yep. That makes sense. You'll have to. Uh, now those was the beginning of the Turbo V6 era, or kind of. 14 was the beginning, so 16 was the third season of it. Um, they were still the skinnier cars with lower downforce. Um, now, yeah, because leading up to that, it was turbo eight cylinder, right? Like... No turbos. Naturally aspirated oh, V8s. Naturally? Oh, okay. Yeah, naturally aspirated V8s. Huh. Um, they went a long time without turbos. They got rid of turbos in the early 90s, I want to say, if not the late 80s, and didn't use them again until 2014. So there was a lot of, lot of like a couple decades of just naturally aspirated cars. 
So what was that displacement on those V8s? Do you remember? Uh, Had to have been more than what they are now. Yes. I want to say... Because now are they 3 liter? No, 1.6 liter. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, 1.6 liter turbocharged hybrids. All all comes together to make 1,000 horsepower. Um, from that era in the early 90s up... In, I think even during the turbo era... Maybe they were around 3 liters. Maybe that's yeah, what I'm thinking of. They were around 3 liters. I know the V8s right before they changed to V6 turbo hybrids were 2.4 liters. Still putting out like 750, 800 horsepower, you know. Mm. Some of the some of the actual slowest power cars in F1, yeah, lighter, smaller than today's cars. Um Why did why do we get in this topic? I don't know. <laughs> Cuz that's what we do. But yeah, so that's that's how it wraps up. We have Max Verstappen winning, which I'm grateful for, yet I would have loved to actually seen a battle for it. Russell gets third, which is also incredible. He's been the most consistent driver this year, in my opinion. He he keeps he finishes every race. Top five. He's in the top Only five driver every race. to ever finish, or not ever, but this season. Yeah, to finish the top five of every race this season. And um, Lewis still figuring it out, you know? He still seems pretty cheery. I like his corny, like, oh, guys, thanks, team, peace, hashtag, like, love you all, like, <laughs> Every time at the Still end of the I race, rise. yeah, you know, um, we race as one, and he he get, he fits in all those things, but he does it in like a non pompous, non douchey way. I don't know. You just cheer for him, at least I do. But um, yeah. So how that's did, uh, uh, well, how, how did McLaren do this time around? I don't think they not did great. very well. Yeah, not great. They were like a tenth place car. I don't really remember where they finished. We should uh, like do some research before we do these fucking shows, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, well, we were going to do it when it was hot off the press yesterday, but life yeah. happened. It was like, 90, first of all, it would have been dying. We were 90 degree yeah. heat. It would have been so hot. But, um, it would have been, been late. This been was sleepy. so far, I think, my favorite race of the year. It was one of the good ones. You know, it kind of like fizzled it. out at the end because Checo kind of gave it up to Max, and then it was just But there was that of... race for fourth. Uh, there was the race for fourth. And yeah. that took us pretty much to the, the one, end. The one interesting thing was... Um, oh, wait. We should talk about that because what happened there? Why did Lewis... Oh, we forgot to mention the overheating problem at right. Mercedes. Right. That's what kind of f***ed um, Lewis. Uh, Lewis more than it did George. They Yeah, they didn't mention it to George whatsoever. But George was experiencing it early on, remember? And they were like, you need to you know, back off, blah, blah. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm in fresh air. Yeah, that's so, right. That's right. Now I don't know enough about it, but maybe is it like one of those situations where they just had too much tape? You know what I mean? Is it, I, mean I think they. I know they don't use the, tape. Uh, but you know they what forgot I mean? to put side pods on the car. So <laughs> I don't know if they had side pods on the car. You know, maybe they would actually have some real cooling instead of those stupid little like skinny things they have now. Um, but I'm no engineer. I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was funny how that didn't. It only affected Lewis at the end. Even if it affected George, I think he had so much of a lead to fourth place, he could have slowed down and never have lost a position. But yeah. it, it did cost um, Hamilton the position um, for fourth place anyway. And he ended up finishing fifth, wanted to quit the race, finished fifth. He wanted to quit the race, and he finished fifth. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I don't know. That was odd. That's not... Uh... It was so funny. I was watching the race with a bunch Maybe of guys. Maybe go to the bathroom uh, or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, I gotta go. I was watching the race with a bunch of guys on Discord. And anytime Lewis did something great, like he got the fastest lap at one point, he moved up to eighth place. He did all these things. I was just like, "Oh wow, fastest lap for Lewis. Wanted to quit." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, he got so into the guys, top ten. Wanted still, to quit. I still got it. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows how much is left in that car, though? I just to me, though, how are they going to make up for the fact that it seems to be down on power? Down I on know. power, meaning like it doesn't have the speed of the Ferrari or the or no, the, you're or right. the um, Red Bull. 
You're right. It seems like the Honda engine actually has the most power this year. Mm. They they're the ones that are the fastest through the speed trap on almost every track. You know. So, do you know even how that works? I mean, the power units are they? Is it like are they sealed and you can't do anything mid season? It's pretty no, much. No, they they can modify them. They can play with them. So okay. Whether or not like if they can play with them, I don't know if they can send that data to the customer teams. Like, I don't know if Mercedes figures out something on their motor, they can tell McLaren, like, hey, you need to do this to go faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That Mercedes got something up their sleeve. They will. I don't think they're just going to quietly be like, know. we'll just take third in the manufacturer championship. They've okay. kind of even disappeared off the mainstream, like the feed and the, and the broadcast and shit, too. Like, you never really see Total Wolf anymore. You don't see the other engineers. We saw them a decent bit this Dude, weekend. all they ever show is... Uh, What's his name from Red Bull? Christian Horner. Yes, that's yeah. all he showed. I mean, I get it. He's kind of like a very Hollywoodish guy, you know. Him and his wife—they're just very yeah, like his Spice Girl wife. Yeah, right. Wait, is she a Spice Girl? She's a Spice Girl. Wait, who is that? Ginger Spice. That's really Ginger Spice. Yeah. <laughs> God, how do you so not know funny. that? I didn't. I, all this time, I how many how many seasons of Drive to Survive have you watched? <laughs> Come on, Charles. All of them, and I always thought it looked like her. That's her? Holy yes. shit. Now I got to watch yes, it. Yes, that's legit. You know, it was actually oh, funny this year, dude. Oh, that's funny as shit. A lot of people complained about this year, Try to Survive, how fake it was. How... I stopped after like se- right. episode three. I one of the, do it. One of the funniest things that I found was that- um, Oh my God. Now I, I got to watch. Yeah. One of the funniest things I saw, and somebody pointed it out on Reddit, was that there's a scene where he's hanging out with his wife, right? And then kind of like when they're off camera, he cracks a joke and his wife makes a laugh, right? They actually pulled that clip of the laugh from- the like end or beginning of a song from a Spice Girls song. No. Yeah. Oh, it's the one that goes like, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. If you want to be my lover, you got to get know. with my friends. Who's like, if, if it's I that one, I don't know. Holy um, shit. But yeah, she's a Spice Girl, man. Jesus. That's so funny. Ginger Spice. <laughs> and then you got David Beckham is married to, uh, the other Spice Girl. I'm just thinking of Spice Girls. <laughs> Anywho, okay, cool. Uh, well, that's why they're always showing them. F- yeah. Because it's like, yeah, okay. They must have been really popular in Miami. Jesus. Yeah, I bet. I bet. She looks yep. so different now. It's weird. That's why I, I didn't don't even... even remember what she looked like when she was a Spice Girl, dude. I didn't. Ah, uh, it was shit. like in the '90s. Yeah. But um, okay, cool. Um, anyway. This episode of the Formula Hooligan Podcast is brought to you by Newport Propane. Wait, wait. Now, Alex, does anyone even use propane anymore? Do you live under a rock, Charles? Well, I know you can grill with it. Uh-huh. But can you cook on the stove with it? Yes. Heat the house with it? Of course. Warm up the pool? Mm-hmm. Fuel my flamethrower so I can melt snow with it? All right. Slow down, Charles. Well, what about when the lights go out? A propane generator will do you right. Okay, okay. So who would I talk to if I want propane in my house? Newport Propane, of course. They've been family-owned and operated for over 60 years now, so I'd say they know a thing or two about propane installation and delivery. Not to mention, they'll come out and give you a free estimate on any propane systems you're thinking about adding to your home. Sounds good to me. How do I get in touch with them? You can call them at 401-847-6878 or visit them online at newportpropane.com. That's 401-847-6878 or newportpropane.com. Newport Propane, proudly serving the Rhode Island area for over 60 years. That's Formula One for the week anyway. We should talk about... Our racing. Yeah, we, we went, had our very first race of the year. We went go kart racing. Yes. In ninety. Uh, the tr- what was the track temp? Air temp was like ninety two, maybe. It felt like it. I think it was. And it was muggy as shit. Yeah, and dude, the track temps were hot. Um, yeah. So the race. I won- was struggling, man, that whole day. Me too. I didn't bring enough water. Me too. I didn't drink enough water. I, I. 
I realized too a few things that I gained weight. Yep. Um, I'm out of shape, <laughs> and I'm getting old because I was struggling lifting the cart and putting it on a stand. Yep. Um, Rich, your cart's too heavy. It's not me. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, yeah, but no, it was a lot of fun. I, I love that track. Rich game. has Rich has the stacker stands anyway. They're, they're pretty tall. No, they're too tall. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I literally was like, <laughs> I get one point. Like two guys came over because they thought I was gonna drop Rich's cart, and I was like, <laughs> it doesn't help that you're driving, and then you have to come out of that thing and be like, well, and pick it is, it up. it's tough. I mean, but uh, look, it this is karting. We're not Formula One drivers, you know. It's, yeah. As much as of, of a gentleman driver as I am. <laughs> <laughs> But, so, yes, uh, we had yeah. our first race at Canaan yep. Motor Club. We did not half do the track. full track. We did the half track. The full track is usually... Start. yeah. That'd it, be a bad way to start the season. Full track? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, You're not right, in World Formula right. anymore, so... I'm not in World Formula anymore. That's we true. We can't even get through you know, outlap before... Uh, I could see, like, the rookies of the season, yeah, really struggling to wrap their heads around doing the full track for their very first ever race. Yeah. So you're right. The half track is probably the better idea. A lot of changes. No, not really. A lot of changes. I mean, you're running still in the two strokes. Still running in my uh, still running uh, lights. Senior. But uh, I'm thinking because I was so heavy. Because Rich's cart, for whatever reason, I didn't really actually gain weight. By the way, I was joking. But um, <laughs> last year I was always about two to three pounds over my weight that I needed to be for lightweight running. Yep. No added weights. Yeah, perfect. So this year, no weights added. But um, he's got the electric starter, and I was like 18 pounds over. So you know, everyone was saying like, ah, it doesn't really make a difference. If I, I could feel it, it to okay. me, it felt like I was carrying more weight. Yep. What do I know? You also have to fact, consider that you're racing a different chassis this year. Yeah, different everything, different chassis. Yep. We had it set up to the default settings, which is actually kind of cool. I like the fact that the more different setups and chassis you can drive, the better understanding you can get. Yeah. But um, in this one, it's funny because Rich and everyone was like, oh, how does it feel? It felt great. I kept telling you. Yeah. But holy fuck. We were off the pace. I have, I have not. That's the slowest. Uh, if you were to compare time versus time, you know, like the qualifying lap times. Yep. That I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I've never. I think Rich and I and, and Rich was running heavies. I was running light, so it's worse for me. <laughs> but uh, it was like two and a half seconds off the pace. What, dude? dude yeah, it was. You sure? I could be exaggerating. I probably am exaggerating. Maybe it was like uh, a second and a half. Kay. But still, it was a lot. Yep. Way more than what the. Uh, you know, wasn't like just oh, I don't know what I'm doing type of thing, or uh, you know, route, you know, the cobwebs and dust off. It was, um, yeah, something different, and uh, the weight felt like part of it, but um, it was also the setup. I was running the default setup, which we thought would be the best way to start out. Yeah, felt great, but as I told you, it felt great because it was so safe. Yeah, safe. I safe. mean, it safe, felt like fast. yeah, and I know this because I never once had any close call of spinning it. Um, or anything like that. The rear end just—it was tight. It needs to be loosened up. I—it's understeering. Um, I—I I liked it though, but yep. unfortunately, it's just not the quickest way. It's not the quickest way. Uh, the only actually the only turn there I could even feel that in, believe it or not, was the uh, you know back straight into the infield, the right yeah. hander. Oh, yeah. It's the only turn you could really feel it. Everything else, uh, turn one's flat. Turn two almost flat, no problems. Yeah. Um, it's just the infield turn. I, I had to literally like trail break. Yeah, where more or less. With the setup I had last year, I would just get on the brakes, like oh, you know, you cross over the pavement, change, get on the brakes once, just real quick, and just turn, and I would shrug the speed that way, and the chassis would just you know turn and go. Where this year or this race, I was like holding on to the brakes as I turned to not wash out. Yeah, which was a little different, and I think was slow me down. But it's weird. Whenever I was in a battle with people, I felt quick. 
So I'm not particularly sure. You know, I, I'm never one to just blame things on the cart. I always looked, say, uh, you know, when I watched the race, I watched you guys' entire race. You looked racy. You right, looked good. You looked all right. I mean, yeah, you were back in seventh, sixth place. But we had a was. fun battle. So it was with yeah. a mix of heavyweights. I think yep. it was me, uh, Rich. Yeah. So that uh, that's an important was... thing to mention this year is that heavy and lightweight world formula yeah, races at the I, same right. time, same run group. Yep. Which, uh, you know what? It didn't affect me negatively. Uh, this particular race, I actually enjoyed it because I was racing competitively with some of them. And it was good, clean racing because a lot of the heavyweights, I find, other than the top few really quick lightweight drivers, yep. are more experienced. Um, yeah. At yep. least the, the ones I was near, you know, the ones I know and talk to are more experienced. And uh, it was just fun. We had some good laps, even like in practice and stuff. You know what I mean? Just. Uh, you know, you could do things you knew they weren't going to just run you off track. But I will just say this. So I ended up, I started 21st. Um, that's combined. Remember, lightweight's heavy. Finished sixth, which nice. I was actually happy about because how slow I was. But that was because um, there's always that wreck, and it's always first lap. There was uh, an incident to start the race. Uh, Mike's out there, you know, green. F- actually, no, it wasn't a green flag. It was a yellow flag. But nobody, yeah. nobody slowed. Nobody did anything except for um, – why am I forgetting names now right now? Um, he won the race too, real Kyle. fast driver. Yes, Kyle. He tried to stop, and he did. He almost got reamed from behind. He yeah. went from like first to seventh really quick. What a f***ing run. I got to see his um, – somebody's GoPro. Yeah, I, I hope he, he was He somehow came it. from like back from seventh to first again. He yeah. was on fire, and he was actually up at Tamworth with you, I think. Uh, or he yeah. was up there at some point. And yep. He was telling me he just got it really dialed in. I mean, he yeah. was flying. Yeah. To to you know what it is like on a you know start of a race to come to a stop and then to move back through the field and then still win. That it's, was very confusing from my point of view. So did you watch that? Yeah, start? yeah. So where we okay, where so I had the you spectators. See? You know, I see you guys take the green flag. Looks all good and nice. And then I saw from like you know a football field away the whole accident. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because uh, new rules. There? You got to stand behind the cage or the fence. For safety and, you know, sorry. Yes. Yeah, they want to try to keep uh, the foot traffic down in the grid. So there's only so many people who are allowed to watch from the grid area. Therefore, any spectators that want to watch who aren't crew members have to watch from the chain link fence. It's a tough vantage turn point. One. It's not terrible. Well, it's good for the start of the race. It's just tough for the It's good for the start of the race. Field. But it was funny when I was watching you guys because I see the accident happen. And then I see the top. Which was turn like four. Turn. One, two, was it five? Three. Turn four. Five. I, I would. Five, yeah. Infield. Whatever. Right. Um. But I see the top group come through the last two corners. And then I s- kind of see Mike moving into the track, kind of going like, oh, what the f***? To He's whoever. got a death wish, man, to do that. I know, I know. World Formula is Mike. I wouldn't step your f- ass out on the track because <laughs> I thought he was going to get clobbered. Yes. <laughs> we would like our glorious leader to survive. Yeah, yeah. Please. We don't need another, uh, like, a shutdown or anything like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, so it was funny watching that because then, then the top six, seven – all come by at like a snail's pace, all of them, except for Christian Abbott. Christian Abbott oh. goes around the inside of the entire group, Wait, where takes the lead. Where did he start in the field, do you know? He was starting he... towards the front, I think. He was in the top. Yeah. I want to say maybe he started seventh, sixth, yeah, seventh. Yeah, something like that. I, was I actually okay. listened to the podcast. He told me where he started, and I don't even remember. He was top 10 for um, sure. Yeah. But uh, he took the lead almost instantly because of that. He had a lap or two by himself, and then eventually, um, eventually guys started getting back around him again um i don't know why am i blanking who is the the bright white 54 in your group he's the one that took the lead initially after christian did is that kyle no 
No. Well, it's, it's Ryan. There's Ryan, Kyle. There's Ryan. Uh, it might have been Ryan, but I think... Wasn't Rodrigo, Dave? No. I mean, those are the guys that were at the... No. Regardless. Yeah. Um, Christian started it past, and I it ended up being a three-horse race towards the end where it was um, Kyle, um, Will Juba, and Christian. Hmm. And the three of them were really fun to watch. You guys were wicked fun to watch, though, because it was like a five, six-cart pack, and some of you were all moving up together, and then uh, Shea Stanley there. Shea actually, um, he got, I think he got slightly caught up in the beginning wreck that happened. Yep. And he worked his way up from, he ended up finishing seventh in There was class. quite a few people involved in that. I yeah. wouldn't say involved meaning hit, but, you know, spun. Yeah, avoiding whatever right. the f*** you have to do to just not make it into a massive wreck. Um, Shea was very impressive to watch. I was proud of that kid. He yeah, was. Yeah, uh, where do you remember where he started? I don't. He started towards the back, man, because he yeah, had a right. uh, he, was back he had me. a rough go at qualifying. He only made it out for one one flying lap, because he was still mounting tires onto his rims, and I was helping him out. I'm I was sprinting from my pits to his pits to get my gun to put tires onto the fucking cart before he got out there. We brought it over there, and I, I asked Greg, I'm like, is there time to get him in? Because you guys had already been out there yeah. for three minutes, you know? And qualifying's only five minutes. And he's like, you got you got, you got got two minutes. We're like, all right, okay, fine. So we put it down on the ground. We get him going. He gets out there. He does this one flying lap. It's not the fastest flying lap he can do. He only had so much time to get the tires up. But he at least got up there for a flying lap, and he's not starting dead last. So I want to say he started probably, I don't know, 17th, 18th overall. And drove his way up to seventh in class. Yeah, it's nice. Pretty. So pretty he was phenomenal. actually up with in my pack then. Yeah, that's where. Yeah. yeah, towards the end of it, he was. That uh, was a good little pack there. Yeah, you're he right. He was hounding Rich Hemingway, if not got around him, and yeah, he was a car or two behind you. And Jeff, Jeff was with us. Yes. Um. Yeah, there's some good drivers there. I yeah. mean, so that's why I say it. I have no complaints with the uh, the mixed class. To be honest with you, the only good. thing I got to get, and that's what it might have been, by the way, my own doing, is the mixed class for qualifying. It. Um, yeah, I don't think I managed it right. I started behind Rodrigo, who freaking qualified first, I think, or somewhere up there. So no real excuses. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, qualifying I think is more of a challenge now with the heavies out there. Sure. Yeah, less less space. We got roadblocks now. Yeah, more or less. I mean, because now even though their times are very similar, roadblocks meaning where because you're lighter, you're faster in different areas. You know what I mean? So like the area I would always get hung up in qualifying is coming into the infield through there yeah. because in the world formula light, if you're not flat out, like, so you take your turn, you know, you scrub out, scrub off some speed and you're going through the right and up into the hairpin or whatever you want to call it. The left-hander. If you're not flat out right up until you get ready to turn that left, you know, the final left turn before the straight, yep. you're doing it wrong or you're oh, slow yeah. or something's going on. Yeah. There's a lot of guys though that are not, unless there's something badly really? wrong with their car. Oh my God. I know so because like I just told you, unless there's something badly wrong with your setup, I should not be like no one should be able to like really, you know, uh, get up on someone to the point where you have to like hit the brakes or slow up. And yeah. I can't tell you how many times that would happen. Yeah. And people are just but there's a few, new, you know, new guys. But it's because I was getting to the point was the heavyweights. I think the heavyweights are just going to be slower through there because they have more weight. You know, through that section, yeah, that fast. Absolutely. Right That's where absolutely. they're going to show their disadvantage. Yes. Through that section. Through that section, under braking, right. uh, any, anything that requires, you know, grip. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. The setup I had felt phenomenal on the uh, tight left and then the right on the back straight. So even though it was, like, understeery, it felt great through there because you could um, really chuck it in there and hard on the brakes. I had those um, 
carbon breaks or whatever ceramic ceramic yeah rich said he's gonna pull them out please don't i don't know why i mean those are not the problem they were awesome oh he's gonna replace them i think so that's why? what he said i don't know just leave them you're not yeah. gonna go through them i mean just leave yeah. them. i don't see any problem but what, i love them what was it what's his know. reasoning i don't know we comment <laughs> <laughs> all right so anyway um yeah congrats to kyle rodrigo something he always he's kind of like he was the Charles Leclerc of this race. He was running really well. I don't know what happened to him in the race. He like didn't qualify, didn't finish. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't really remember him much. Something happened. No, sure he. What. I think he DNF or. There was a couple late DNFs, a couple late incidents as well. Uh oh! Can't forget to mention though, Fred Fawcett was back. Yes, and that's one oh. of the guys I was running with. He was in oh. that pack, dude. It was awesome. It was a glorious day. It was. It was. It was a glorious I, day. I haven't raced with Fred. It's been. Almost 10 years, I think. Because remember, Fred's no. older like me. So it would have been the last time I was on a track with him was like X1, uh, like almost 10 years ago. Come on, Pro League, man. He used yeah, to do but, Pro League. Yeah, but how long ago? Oh, that's true. You're right. He did it. That's right. Yeah, he did it recently. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. I want to say he probably stopped doing it that. It felt good, though. It was cool. Yeah. I only ever saw him for a quick second. I gave him a hug, and that was it. You know, he's so, so busy on race day. You can't really say hi No, I know. But it was times. cool seeing him back in... Uh, and it sucks that uh, end of the day it happened to just start down. Oh, dude, that was brutal. Yeah. I, it felt good, though, actually. It was cooled off. Um, it felt good, dude. But it was like, a mess. My pit area got all muddy. Half the shit that I took. It's yeah. still muddy. I still haven't had time to clean it all off. Sucks. Like my yeah. cooler, my bag, my helmet bag, my easy up. Dude, I just finally finished like cleaning it all off. Rich had some really cool products. Oh, good. Yeah, he's... Dude, well, if anyone's ever seen his garage, oh, yeah. it's like McLaren's He's the king of clean, man. Dude, yeah, I thought if there's anyone that's cleaner than me, it's him. He's Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, so we'll have to, like, change our name. We'll have to, like, team... <laughs> team mean and clean, I don't know. Team Well, no, what is he? He's badass Hemingway. <laughs> badass, yeah, that's what he called himself to you. I like <laughs> Hollywood. Doc Hollywood Hemingway. Too. Hollywood, number 23. That's right. All right, but anyway, um, I think that's it on the uh, the lights and the heavies. Yep. Um, you had yourself a fun run that I don't know if anyone out there other than yourself knew that you were you won. We all assume you came yes. second. Yes. So let's ruin the ending right away. <laughs> <laughs> let's go backwards. All right. Let's let's go backwards anyway. So um, my day with the uh, the tag senior group was uh, pretty good throughout. Um, I went out there for practice, and I tried the gear ratio that I've always used at this track, and I felt like I wanted to change it. I just felt like even guys, I, I had decent speed, and even guys I would approach in practice that, like, I'm definitely faster than. By the time we would get midway to the exit of a, of a or at the end of a straightaway, I couldn't get around him, and because of that, I would spend a lap or two behind him just stuck. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right seems like need i should gear. i need to go down a tooth or two and um i go out into practice two with two teeth down from my previous uh setup that's felt, right i saw you make that quick change yeah it felt really nice. felt better i only went like a tenth faster on the lap time however now when i got to the mid and to the you know to the um end of a straightaway I could actually still have some speed to get around guys if I wanted to put my nose in there right. to, to introduce myself. So you're saying the time isn't indicative of how much of an advantage it was in a race right. setting. I mean, time technically technically did come down. Right, but not a, not a ton. Not a ton, but I felt like I had the advantage at, over more of the track. Right, you yeah. You know what I mean? 
Um, so that was a good feeling. Um, I only touched the jet once in the morning. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest things in two stroke is adjusting your jetting to make and the engine first run race of the season, but you've already been running it. Sure. Yeah. I, I already have a whole year of understanding how this. Well, all no, works I mean, now. you just ran it up in, um, Oh yeah. I yeah. ran it up in club motorsport. Right. It wasn't like the first time you'd actually blown it out this year. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so I only, I threw in a jet in the morning and I never changed it. Um, did pretty well. It, it, it felt, dude, the motor felt good. Motor felt very well, You were running good. up there with the rock, right? Isn't that what uh, they yeah, call it? Yeah, so uh, we go out for qualifying, and thankfully I got a few good laps in to where I qualified second. I only missed out on the pole by a couple hundredths, dude. Not even a tenth. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that yep. close. Wow. It was very close. Damn. And the pole sitter was not Ricardo Nunes, who has the rock, who usually wins everything. It was Mark Donato, who was you know, very one, fast, one yeah. of the other very fast top three guys that I raced against last year. Um, and the race start. Wait, so he started pole? He started pole. Oh, wow. Okay. And I started second. And the funny thing is, is him, he's pole. I'm second. Ricardo in third. X30 motor, Rotax motor, Vortex rock motor, or rock vortex, whatever you want to call it. So three different motors starting in the top three. So the parity. Well, I guess that means they're looking, pretty closely matched. There was, there was a few different rule changes they made this year for the different weights for the different motor packages. So it seems like it's all gotten a little bit closer, you know? Oh, cool. Which is kind of neat. Wow. Um, the one thing to consider a win. is that, once again, I'm racing in a class that's also mixed. Just like Charlie is racing in the World Formula Light class. Well, you've got, what, seniors and... Seniors no. and yeah. masters. Yeah. So I race in tag senior. While Ricardo, who we raced against all last year, and like I said, just basically walked away, won almost everything, he's racing masters, mm. not senior. So I'm not in his class anymore, right? Now keep that in mind. So we go, you know, the green flag drops. So you're saying there's an asterisk next to this? No, I'm just kidding. No, that's the thing. There is no asterisk. I'm um, we start the race. I get a really good launch, right? Better than Mark. And so we're almost dead, dead even side by side. Ricardo gets an excellent launch, and he goes up the inside of Martinato. So now we're three wide going into the entry of turn one. I don't, I don't know if you were there to watch it. The very I was, beginning. yeah. Okay, so so wait though, run me through the start for you guys. Are yep. you guys on it, coming right off that right hander onto the back? I mean, on the front straight, because this year seemed different. In the past. Everyone was like bumper to bumper, bumper to bumper, really slow, really slow. And then the start finish, then the green flag drops, then they went. So sort yep. of late. This yep. year, at least for our race, and if I remember correctly, yours too, it seemed like everyone was on the throttle pretty early. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah, was intentionally or um, I, if it was just sh- people eager, you know? I think it's eagerness. I think it is just kind of like, if I don't go right now, the motor's not going to wind up and I'm going to have a yeah, shit Yeah, I don't, yeah. You know, I, think I would like for things. them to mandate to dial that back because you get i mean it's fun to have people get a run from the back but i think it causes more problems it's not you're not really necessarily getting a run from the back by doing that because if the whole field's doing it yeah you almost you're actually not getting hurt. the run yeah you're right you're, you're almost... not getting the run they could be more strict you know i'm really surprised that lee doesn't sometimes throw you know throw the yellow instead of the green because he could well he they could... did with us and it didn't matter people went gotcha. anyway gotcha. and i remember not to disrupt your talk about your race but everyone was talking about it in karting, at least, when you see a yellow flag, it means to keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but that's just the reality. Because what happens is if you stop, and no one's going to like say, oh, you know what? We'll switch positions. You know, it, No, just keep going. Yeah. As long as it's, you know, 
not going to kill someone. Yeah, I think I've seen one instance on YouTube in an international race where they had like three or four botch starts and they made the two leaders go to the back of the pack. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's not often. Not not, not that I've seen anyway. Yeah. Regardless. All right, so you guys. So we're going to turn one, three wide. I'm start. on the very outside. Mark Donato in the middle. Ricardo Nunes on the inside. And I just watched the video from Turn Christian. one, by the way, with those, has got to be hairy. It is. like the tires aren't up to temp yet. Right. Everyone's real juiced. Yep. So we go into it, and I just watched the video today from Krishna Beatty's view, which was a good view of it. Mark Donato, he backed off pretty early and just let myself get around his outside, and Ricardo and I went side by side into turn one. Ricardo kept up his momentum on the inside and took the lead. So... Like I said, all last year, Ricardo would get into the lead and then just walk away to his own zip code, and he would just never be seen again. Here's the thing. I stayed on him for the entire first lap, and I was like, well, this is different. I'm not going to complain, but this is really cool. And the thing to consider, once again, is that technically- You're not racing him. I'm not racing him. Which, by the way, everyone watching thought you were. Right. That's that's what you mentioned at the very beginning of this whole topic, is that I'm the only person who knew where I actually finished at the end. So- Turn, I'm sorry, in the second lap, right, I did get a little silly in the head, and I was like, well, I, I, I must be faster than him. I'm right on his bumper. Let's let, let's go for overall lead. Well, wait, Why not? Wasn't this a little bit almost like Checo and Max type thing? I mean, like, you felt like even though it's not your race necessarily, it's, let's put it this way. If you had passed him and still won the race, wouldn't it have been kind of like a, uh, yeah, carrot, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yep. I mean, I know that in my race, the heavyweights, I was still racing them. Fuck. Yeah. The hell, man, they're on the track. You're in yeah. my way. I'm. Ra- we're racing. Yeah, I agree. Shit. Um, the thing that brought me back from the fantasy of being the overall leader was that I tried it. Right. I tried to get yes, up the inside of Ricardo. Yep. Didn't work out. Ricardo kept the lead. And it opened up the door, though. Right. And Donato was right behind me. And I was God, like, that would have sucked, right. dude. That would have sucked. Right. So I was like, all right, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to try to go for the overall lead, and I'm going to lose this race. Yeah. So you know what? I'm just going to let Ricardo suck me through the air. And Yeah. Just... Well, so, dude, did you notice? Did you feel it? Oh, yeah. Did you get oh, you definitely the half track there with Definitely that? feel it. Uh, I'm just going to let him draft me through the air and pull me along. And I'm just going to try to run my race, run it nice and clean. Were your braking spots uh, similar too? Like, did you, did you, I didn't notice. Dude, I felt, I felt faster everywhere. I felt faster everywhere than Ricardo. But like I said, I didn't want to try it. I didn't want to try it. He seemed like he had a little more top end. That's what it looked like. Um, It seemed like you were quicker everywhere else. Oh, okay. No, because, I mean, given I'm in his draft, but towards the end of the draft, towards the end of the straightaway, it's not really a straightaway, but towards the end of the, top speed area where you go into the infield, I would be right on his bumper every yeah. time. Are you going faster in front straight or back straight? Probably front. Back. Right? Back, really? Back yeah, it's longer, isn't it? It is longer. You got a lot more acceleration. It's a it's a high speed corner leading True. into a very long full blast part. Is it sketchy by the way, going over that weird yep. pavement that broke? It's, it's sketchy, sketchy in the world it's formula. It's sketchy even. as soon as you start to turn left for turn three. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. You so don't even it? have to hit the bump. You you're already just turning and the rear end just wants and to And are you out. wide open? Oh yeah. You're okay. wide open. So I figured dude but it's got to be, I mean, dude, I told you about my sketchy moment in practice because of the fact that all it takes, like someone just touched me very little. Yep. And uh, yeah, because you get, do you get out of the seat too then in the? A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. So like, you know, dude, I really felt 
No kidding. Like if it was just between me and Ricardo to win that race, I would have had something. So for let's him. hear it. Where would you? What what move in your head? Because we were talking about how you're always thinking about stuff. Where, where would think, you have done it? Is it in the infield that turn? I there? think I would have had to been very ballsy and tried in the infield. Yeah, because he, he had seemed me. Like he, wait, was it just from our perspective back there in the shitty fan box? Uh, <laughs> was it like? It seemed like he was almost fending off the inside line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn, it, turn he, one. But why was he doing that? Maybe because he didn't want to open the door because of somebody else in his class? Well, so it was funny to me because I was getting slightly frustrated. I was like, I was thinking, like, Ricard, let like us buy. Driving a defensive let line. us buy. Who cares? You know, the next guy to you in the master's he class. He probably didn't even know it was you at first, did he? I think he, he did. Oh, he did? I okay. think he did. But, like, I think he's thinking the same thing. He's like, I want the overall win. He's a racer, you know? And I'm a racer, too, but I just had to dial it back when I understood, like, well... Right it really actually doesn't matter on paper or for trophies or anything if I win this thing overall. So what does it matter? I should just behave. But he's in first. Why not try to keep first? The actual overall first place? It's kind of cool. Now, one thing to consider is that the Masters weigh more than us by regulation. So he's at a disadvantage already, and he's up front. So it's kind of like even more kudos for him to stay up front. And, you know. Well, there's he doesn't need any more kudos, isn't it? Kind of. Like, I mean, he's... He's fast and, and he knows it and, and everyone and, knows and. it and he's a good driver. So. He's a very oh, – he's one of the best. One of yeah. the best in our club by far. Yeah. Um, one thing to also consider for both for both him and Mark Donato is that they did the shifter race as well before that. Jeez. 20 laps. I didn't know that. 20 laps of shifter kart racing. You know what's weird? I didn't notice or even see the shifters this time. I don't know why. I think it's just – yeah, I don't know. Something about the fans having to move over there just <laughs> – Made it uh, much uh, less of a... You know Mike Kamara listens to these, right? I know. That's the point. All right. Yeah. Voice your opinion. Go for <laughs> it. You're entitled to it. Um, but yeah, so basically... That's kudos to them for being able to do that. I know. But I, I could tell that it was definitely affecting him. Because like, like I said, if I was going to make a move, if I wanted to make a move, it would have probably been up the inside going into the infield. And there were a couple times where we would be going into the infield and he would just like miss the apex altogether and I would have to slow up even more. And I would just, he was stressing me out because I was like, dude, every time you don't go fast, Mark Donato was catching me behind me. And there was a couple times where we went into the infield and I would go wide to set up the corner. Mark's right there. He's right, like right dead beside me. But just because he was so inside and squeezed, he really couldn't make the corner work. I would still stay ahead of him. There was actually a few times we would go into that corner that I was, I was kind of slow enough to just stay right behind Ricardo. And I would get a dunk. I would get smacked from behind. You know, just just nothing really, you know, too bad. Just a nice little hit like, hey, I'm here, buddy. You know, don't f*** up. Yeah, I'll, I'll you know, you. I yeah, if you get tapped just like that, that's probably um, welcomed because it almost it's actually doing you a service because it lets you know they're there. Yeah, more mean, or less, you know, it probably wasn't even intentional. I, right. If anything, I would think if it was just a straight up race between myself and Mark Donato, Mark had me on brakes all day. I don't know what he's doing. He's 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 a master just going super deep into the corner and breaking late. He was very good at it. He was giving, he was scaring me quite a bit. <laughs> now, wait, are you um, running front? I mean, front? Nope, no, nope, just the rears. Is anyone running front or you can't? Can't. Okay. No, Masters used to be able to. This year, it changed to where they can only have rear brakes. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're all running in the same class now. The Masters would debatably be faster if they had the front brakes. So, you know what's funny? If you ran front on everybody, wouldn't it make it like safer, theoretically? Because you could break more evenly. You would have less I, kind of f***-ups. I mean, I'm not saying I want it, I but guess, would it yeah. would it negate a lot of the kind of like oopsie shit you see? Under braking, like, like uh, you know, well, like 
like yeah what's the word i'm looking for the, you know those type of like instant like ah, reactions where you hit just hit the brakes and you spin out yeah, absolutely it would stop that but like i don't know but man. it would take the thrill out of it a little bit you know kind of the the fun of karting is that you got to manage your brakes so you don't yeah spin no out. it is but uh, what's that guy's name that got driven over uh, in world formula light i apologize oh um it eludes me at the moment because it's late it and we've worked well. all day. But um, yeah, he got drove over, dude. He had a welt the size of like my fist on his. Was arm. it Kevin Georgiantis? I gotta watch it again. I got I don't even remember now because I saw it quickly because it wasn't really a part of of my race. I didn't even. But me and Rich squeaked by, and uh, yeah, someone got walled right, pretty good. What basically the point that I think you're trying to make is that when that happened, it was just two guys. However, a lot of guys slapped on the brakes to avoid it and went, you know, spin, 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 spin. But you know, like that was like a seven yeah. car. Well, that yeah. I mean, I, right I I did that a lot last year. Luckily, I never hit anything. But um, this time around, I didn't touch the brakes, which is good. You shouldn't really. I mean, obviously, you can, in that type of a moment, you shouldn't even really do anything. Just take your foot off the gas and brake and just I mean, coast should, and steer. You should brake, but don't slap on them. You know. Just, yeah. Just manage it right um, yeah i mean that thing yeah that was a and also stay to the inside remember i told you or i think rich was telling me that too he's like just stay on the inside yeah. like when shit goes shitty let him wash out just be on the inside yeah. yeah especially so lap one don't be passing on the outside just stay off the outside i mean that's kind of hard to do in theory it is to, you're right <laughs> it, it's not hard to do in theory it's hard to do in practice Yes, you know good I mean? point yeah you're right it is uh because it's just a ton of dr remember i mentioned to you though your race like they spread out so much because I asked you that. I was like, what are you guys all like professionals? Because there's no riffraff. And it's like, I think you nailed it though. It's it's spread out. Yeah. The field's more well, spread out. We, I mean. You have more like one-on-one -on -one battles. Where World yeah. Formula Light and Heavies. Like it's five more like. guys at once. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. Yeah. But I would debate in this race Looks that like we had. Flying, it was uh, like four guys at once at one point. You had uh, Alessandro Boas who ended up finishing third um, in the senior class, fourth overall. He actually had a round mark at one point. I didn't know that until I watched a video from him on Instagram where he chucked it up the inside going into the infield, got around Mark for third overall. No way. Yeah. Wow. Eventually, Mark got it back, but it was just like, wow, that, I was, didn't... that was gutsy, dude. That was ballsy. Yeah. Holy I, hell. I gotta, that would be awesome. I wish there was some place, way to see from over there, like on the yeah. wooded side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk around the track. The building kind of makes it hard. The building that we go around kind of makes it hard to see. Um, I think if you really wanted to, there was a guy in a motorcycle who rode his motorcycle to the hill outside of turn one. I've seen one. that done, yeah. Yeah, but I think you, I think once you're up there, you're spending the day up there. <laughs> yeah, you're like a dedicated fan. Yeah, you yeah. got to take a leak. You're doing it in the woods behind you. You know, I don't think you're coming back to, to go to the porter potties until that's the track like the, is that's cold. That's Orange Army shit or whatever they call uh, Max's uh, freaking clan. Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's got to be a great vantage point because you're, you're so high up yeah. there. You got to be able to see the entire track, you know? Um, but I yeah, basically that's how my entire race went. All 20 laps was pressure from behind, trying to was behave intense. behind Ricardo. Eventually myself and Ricardo crossed the line one after the other. We were like a 10th and a half split at the end. Ricardo wins his race. I win my race. So I won the first race of the year that's in tag amazing. senior, yeah. which I, I dude, it, it's a great I was start. ecstatic. How and many wins did you have last year? Only one. Wow. So I say that like only one. I mean, it's it's amazing to get any win in, in these in these go karts, yeah. but um it's still cool to me because I had a lot of success in World Formula. Um, you did? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I won multiple races every year I participated in. Even the 
even the first year I participated in 2016. How many championships do you have, by the way? Um, with that cart. Well, actually, yeah, I don't. Did you? I don't. I remember asking this before, and you told me you you didn't really complete enough races in years past to. Well, I never did a season of NHKA or X Men Outdoors. Right. They had an IKS series, which was three races from that club and three races from the other club okay. combined to make a championship. I have one of those definitely. Um, there's another one I might have had, but I'd have to check again. Did you get a, did you get a trophy for that, or what? You never did. No. Um, no sponsorship. If I, if I want to <laughs> prove it to you, I would just have to go back in the archives of the website and be like, yep. "Hey, look, I did it." <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. We were supposed to get a trophy. I don't know. I'm I'm not too sour. No, I was just always curious. But no, yeah, you you certainly did. So that's um I won the 2020 NHKA championship for World Formula even though it didn't count. You know, the one year I win it. That's fine. It, it well we're not actually taking points even though we actually did and there was, was that a championship. Was COVID or what? Yeah, they were thinking like, well, if you get sick, you're not going to make it to the races. Why would we want to actually have trophies oh and whatnot? God. Um I was told by Rick Brown the the World Formula class has a uh a yearly trophy that goes to the champion. Oh, that's cool. And then you hand it over. Yeah. That's, that's really over. cool. I didn't know about um, that. That's cool. My name never ended up on it because it oh, was the, man. the not championship. You know, let's make it like a, frat, a fraternity prank or something. I think we should steal it back. And uh... <laughs> Well, here's the thing. So Rick Brown talked to the other champions and they were saying like, all right, we'll put his name on it. We'll put his name on for 2020. On the bottom side? I don't know. But it's funny because Rick always jokes like, we're going to put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> <laughs> just put like a, a special championship yeah there you go um but the, the the thing i'm leading on to is that i had a lot of success with the four strokes a lot of success and i didn't think it was going to carry over into two strokes i really thought last year was going to be struggle bus all the way i wouldn't i would maybe see a podium or two maybe and i ended up getting multiple podiums a win and now i'm already starting off this year with well, a win by the straight way, off though, how how close to the default or stock setup are you running did you vary much from it? Because remember, you bought it. You bought a brand new yeah. chassis, right? I don't know what a stock setup is for this chassis. Oh, I'm, really? I'm just going. What, so what when I you used set to. it up, how did you? I don't remember ever talking about this. Did did it come set up from George a certain way, or what did you do? I'm for the, it, I would say if if I were to define <clears throat> the uh, the setup, I would say pre close to factory. There's not much you can do. These things to be you know wildly off anyway. But, so I guess um, what I'm saying is, did you just like say like, well, I remember I used to like this type of setting on the world formula. How much does that carry over? Yeah. Or is it like... Nope. I'm basically, I translated it all over. Gotcha. And initially, and kind of already now, it, it's been working. Um, it's been very oversteery, which is what I made the world formula. I made the world formula very oversteery and it always worked for me, you know? In tag, crazy, I think yeah. it's a little overboard. And the one thing I did to fix it for this race, it wasn't even my idea. Uh, I have to thank Tom Jua for this one was I got longer hubs for the rear axle. And I think I was telling you about this last time I went to um, Club Motorsport to test out the carts. It instantly made the rear end so much more stable. I had much more confidence under braking. Um, the one thing I noticed for this race um, last weekend was that turn two in the tag. Last year, it would be a little bit of brake, turn in, early on the throttle, hit the apex, and then from the apex to track exit... Steering wheel straight and let the momentum of the power slide you out to the edge of the track for track out. This time around with those longer rear hubs, it was a little bit of brake, turn in, early on throttle, get to the apex, and just let the steering wheel unwind as you get to the exit. You know what I mean? Which mm. much, much better 
the that slightly less sliding it, it helps you with your tire life and with the scrubbing coming out of the corner it handled so much better i'm so wow <laughs> i'm so thankful that i tried something because really i i don't really try too many setup things i'm i'm very kind of skittish about those types of things um but i'm glad i tried so you're gonna something keep it. i'm keeping it oh yeah um nice. and they they move around less sometimes the hubs on the axle will move a little bit during the race and then you come in and you find out one hub moved like half an inch and it's like what the nah. f and you got to put it back to where it was these long hubs actually have two allen screws on each one to hold them down so they're not moving they're not moving yeah it's it's pretty wonderful usually um they make collars that go on the axle that kind of do the same job where you put the collar on first and then you put the hub so it keeps the hub from moving in but with these these double uh double screwed uh rear hubs yeah they're not moving at all no kidding Wow. Yeah, helped me out quite a bit. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it looked fast out there. So next one up is uh, Kanan again, I think. Kanan again. Same setup? No, it's counter? Is that right? Rumor has it we're going to be going counterclockwise for the same track. That'll be wild. Wait a second. Turn one is into that? All right. Here's the thing. Wait a second. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they make... <laughs> if they make the start finish line where it is currently, it's not going to work, in my opinion. Why would that matter? All right, think about qualifying, right? Qualifying, you want the ballsiest, most fastest lap ever, right? In these carts, I think you're going to be on the, to make the first corner, I think you're going to be on the brakes before the start finish line, right? Think about where the start finish Start finish is basically yeah. where the pit wall ends. Not in a world formula, you wouldn't, I think. You, you don't think so? I have the worries about it in the tag. Here's the thing. And so they'll, I, oh, okay. So they'll move the start finish maybe if they may, do. It. Maybe it all depends on where the timing line is. The timing line that runs under the track, I don't know if they have multiple lines or if that's the only one. And, you know, Mike, I hope you, you hear this because this is a legitimate concern of mine. I think for like us in the tags, we're going to be flying towards that line because it's going to be pretty fast. Yeah. Think about how wide turn two is. Turn one, the traditional turn one's pretty, pretty wide as well. That'll be pretty, pretty fast. And then we're going to be balls of the wall approaching that start-finish line. Think about wanting to make a quick qualifying lap and just trying to make it to the start-finish line as fast as possible. Yeah. I might say, hey, f*** the braking zone so I can get to the line real quick and then blow it off into pit entry. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, that, I don't know. That's where my head's going to be. You know what I mean? I'm not going to want to be on the brakes before the line. Why would I want to be on the brakes before the line? I want to get to the line as quick as possible to make the lap as fast yeah, it'd be as possible. Dangerous, yeah. So I I don't know how that's going to work if we're actually going to be going counterclockwise. Plus, the thing that also worries me is that now you're coming straight at a wall for the traditional pit exit, right? It's a wall. Now you're coming right at it, dude. You know what I'm saying? No. Think about think about where we go onto the track. Right oh now. yeah, that wall. Now you're going to be staring right at it, coming at it at seventy miles an hour. Yeah, they're they're probably going to put a bunch of barriers there, right, to make uh, it work I don't out. No, you're making me sick. My stomach's thinking about this. It. Is as as fun as the idea sounds to me. I do get these worries about like what can go wrong, and that's where my head is right now. Definitely blowing through the braking zone for the now turn. Kind one. of the problems you had at X one, outdoors. Remember. There was some X one had the X one situations. Had, I know. I remember Christian uh, going uh, through pit lane. I think once in an X one outdoor race. Oh really? The rentals, yeah. Oh, and the I rentals. think it was him. Yeah. Like literally, got. I swear it was him. Got pushed wide, and he just went through pit lane at full speed and out the other end. Oh. <laughs> but I'm just saying, even in those, if you hit that wall, 
Yeah. I mean, they had stuff set up too, remember? But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But a few you know, more weeks. It'll be nice to to do something different. I've never done that before. I've never. It done would that be cool because yeah, we we need more f- than two tracks. Yeah. There's really three, but we don't get to well, do the big track much. I would love to do the second half of Canaan. The second half of Canaan rocks. I, I know, but I don't know why they don't. I don't. I don't know either. I think is it is it harder logistically because probably you know you don't really have a nice little exit to get out and rescue people now if they break down. I don't know. It, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. I, it'll be nice to have something different. But if we could do that, if we could do the second half of Canaan. If we do the second half of Canaan backwards, anything fun. would be great. Yeah, yeah anything Just to, change to change it up. It up. Absolutely. So this weekend is Monaco. Yes, and it is. we get the Indy Five Hundred. Indy Five Hundred. Uh, you'll be doing a special podcast. Yes, uh, I will. I'm going to a wedding, so I'm what a MIA. loser. I know. Fucking people getting married. Um, but yeah, that I will not be. That is going to be Rick Brown's house, right? It'll be Rick Brown's house. Myself, Rick, and Rich Hemingway. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be doing a uh, we'll be recording an episode post Indy 500. Maybe we'll have the NASCAR race going on in the background, but none of us really care about NASCAR. So I don't know, Hopefully, there'll be a lot of these um, going around. I think I'm going to be uh, sleeping in your uh, probably the most plastered I've been for an episode. If I were to if I were to guess, nice, good, good. <laughs> so it's uh, yep, I like it. Although the Canaan, no, nah, I didn't really get plastered for the Canaan live episodes. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I I. I haven't had enough time bandwidth in my head really to even predict how the Indy 500 is going to go. I, I haven't know, watched um, any of it yet. Yeah. I didn't watch qualifying. I did see the highlights. I saw the result of Scott Dixon getting the uh, pole lap, the fastest ever four lap average ever at 200. And the average speed, average speed was 233 some miles an hour. Average speed. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of nope. I think for me, <laughs> uh, yeah, those guys got balls. Man. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. And That's you, you got to consider, man, that car is set up to go that fast for just four laps. So those tires, probably not very good at the end of that fourth lap. And that thing is probably wanting to snap, wanting to wash, wanting to do everything to kill you for those four laps. And you're doing it. Dude, like Dixon's lap, his his speedometer never dipped below 230 miles an hour. And at the end of the straightaways, over 240. Yeah, I mean, this is like it's ridiculous. That is a um, top mile or a top speed shootout type thing, you know, where it's just like a blast to that speed in a straight line. This is around an oval. Yeah, it is. What do they average during the race? Do you remember? Like during, race is considerably like two fifteen. I mean, considerably, it's slower, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like two twenty, two fifteen is the <sighs> average. You're still never dipping below two hundred and ten miles an hour. I mean, the leaders, the leaders are probably never dipping below 215, 218, something like that. Oh, for comparison's sake, day, uh, NASCAR, like at Daytona 500 or Talladega, they don't even, they don't crack, crack 200, right? They get close. They get I mean, close. But they're playing with the restrictor plates to manipulate right, that but way. They, but NASCAR, I think in the past, did crack 200. They, they did. So restrictor plates are a late 80s invention. Before that, you had guys like Bill Elliott who set the track record at Talladega with an average speed of 213 miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. It might even be faster than that. You yeah. Know? Um, and then they invented the restrictor plates because of certain accidents where the cars get airborne, get whipped into the crowd almost. And um, it's funny. Um, Dale Earnhardt, it's very funny. Dale Earnhardt, ironically, hated the restrictor plates. Yet he had, like, he was one of the most successful restrictor plate drivers there ever was. 
but he kept saying he kept saying like with this close racing with this traffic jam that we have it crashes right it's gonna kill somebody yeah well and it did should have wore a fucking helmet and a seatbelt though yeah full face helmet the hans I th- i'm not sure if the hans device was invented already it might have been might have been we- wasn't wearing one dude there was rumors he didn't even tighten his belt really yeah that those are the rumors man imagine that it's like I like to be comfortable in my in my Chevy. Yeah, maybe. Like my blue jeans to sag, and I want my belt nice and loose. <laughs> I don't know why we're shitting on Dale Earnhardt. I love yeah. him, God rest his soul. Yeah. Um. Very much so, but yeah, Indy Five Hundred is coming up. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting one. Monaco. So. Yeah. I think Monaco's. Dude, it's it's, it's going to be a parade. It's a Miami race. It's all glitz and glamour, but no, yeah. the race itself sucks. I want it to be good. I really want it's fun it to, to watch. be good. It is, and I think the track is phenomenal. For, oh, like, I do driving too. It. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. It's Just great. when they go around the swimming pool area, yeah. When they kiss the curb, and it's like, whoosh, whoosh, it's awesome. It is. It's a good sequence. We'll see what happens. I think Charles Leclerc's hometown. He's gonna win. That's think my so. Prediction. Yeah. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice and fitting. And um, I'm gonna go with Newgarden for only New because Garden he won when I was in Long. Beach, All right. So. It's recorded. I know. I saw the uh, the the bets going on. Yeah, I'm not a part myself, of it. Cause I'm not gonna be there. Myself, Rich, and I don't Rick, believe have... in betting. Uh, uh, across the uh, Canadian border, so yeah, myself, Rich, and Rick, we have money on certain things, qualifying saw, position and yep. and, and uh, finishing position for. Yeah, you got to have your prop bets in there, and maybe you know first we'll first see. accident. I don't know. Yeah, you could make that a drinking game too, though. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, all right. Well, uh, this is episode. Uh, who the f- knows? Uh, <laughs> I think it's sixteen. I believe <laughs> so. Um, so Red Miss 15. is already uh, like one is. They're only uh, 10 and 11 math, behind yeah. us. Right. And we've been Guys doing this. Catch up. By the way, I got, a, uh, I got a memory on uh, social media. It was like it was like over a year ago when we were like episode like five. And I'm like, yeah. holy f***, we yeah. are not doing that many of these, are we? <laughs> no, I mean, we are. Well, we are, that, but it's seasonal. Yeah. So Given that life. But it was just away. funny. I was like, holy shit. But yeah. anyway, this one's been a long one. So if you yes. stayed uh, listening, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm Give Alex a comment Gomes. comment and a like. And I'm and Charlie Hosey. And we'll. Uh, this is see- Formula Hooligan. Yes, Formula Hooligan. Hopefully, the original. Uh, yes, you'll see me next time with uh, Rick and Rich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good one. Getting blasted. I love it. Uh, recapping the Indy 500. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll All see right, you guys we'll in the see next you guys one. later. Goodbye. It smells nice downstairs. Dude, I had to pee so bad. Like the last 15 minutes, dude. I was like. <laughs>